Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Bird 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40. If you're mountain time, it's 7.40. Texas time is 8.40. Michigan time is 9.40. We're thrilled to have you along with us. Uh, if you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on SoundCloud. Put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, and these calls will pop up. Um, they're archived back almost a total of eight years now, and we'll be starting our ninth year in another month. For those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, and I come to you with an education background um, and just a huge interest in both health and nutrition and exercise. And because of that, when I came to TR90, I just absolutely adored it. Uh, with that being said, that TR90 program is uh, one clean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Really critical on that. Drinking uh, plenty of fluid to stay hydrated. The current thinking is at least one ounce of fluid for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking at least 50 ounces of water. Uh, you can, if you're not at that level, you start with wherever you're at, and then you can slowly um, and keep increasing your fluid intake until you're up to where you need to be. If you're exercising moderate to heavily or you're in the humid area, you will need to increase that to stay hydrated because hydration is a huge key to this program as well as seven to eight hours of sleep daily and exercise moderate to heavy five days a week, 30 minutes, at least 30 minutes um, on five days. Having seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables. And yeah, I think that's pretty much the whole program in a nutshell. With that being said, I'm always looking for things to share with you that will help support that lifestyle. And because it is a lifestyle change, taking those supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is optimum. If you can't take them before meals, take them with your meals. It just means that the supplements won't be in your system when um, the nutrition starts hitting at your system, and that uh, will slow it down just a little bit, but not too bad. So the information I'm sharing with you today is out of a book that's called Superfoods, Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And um, the last couple of days I shared with you about apples and why we should be including them into our TR90 lifestyle. Well, the next fun superfood is actually pumpkin, which coming up in the next couple of months, you will be seeing pumpkins and squash all over the place. The pumpkins are a great source of alpha carotene, beta carotene, high fiber, low calories, vitamin C and E, potassium, magnesium, and panathetic acid. The sidekicks to the pumpkin are carrots, butternut squash, sweet potatoes, and orange bell peppers. You should be trying to eat a half a cup of these five to seven days per week. So 
like a half a cup a day is a good thought on that. It's time to unleash the power of pumpkin. If you think of pumpkin only at Halloween, it's time to upgrade your appreciation for this extraordinary superfood. Pumpkins offer a host of health benefits, including their bountiful supply of fiber and various vitamins and minerals. But pumpkin deserves superfood status because of its rich and powerful supply of carotenoids. And indeed, think of pumpkin as the queen of carotenoids. Carotenoids are the deep orange or yellow or red fat-soluble compounds that are present in a variety of plants. And about 600 carotenoids have been identified by scientists, and every day we are learning more about the contributions these substances make to better health. Carotenoids have a wide range of biologic functions with an essential role in human health. Two of the carotenoids that are in rich supply in pumpkin are the beta-carotene and the alpha-carotene, are particularly powerful phytonutrients. Their presence in the body has been associated with the reduction in the risk for the following diseases. Cancer, including lung, breast, prostate, skin, bladder, and colon cancers. Cardiovascular disease. Anti-inflammatory conditions such as asthma, osteoarthritis, and rheumatoid arthritis. Diabetes mellitus. The most common carotenoids found in human tissue include beta-carotene, lycopene, which is the red in tomatoes, lutein, zeaxanthin, alpha-carotene, and beta-cryptoxanthin. These carotenoids help to protect us from free radicals. They enhance cell-to-cell communication, modulate our immune response, and possibly stimulate the production of naturally occurring detoxification enzymes. Interestingly, carotenoids protect plants from sun damage and also provide the same protection to us, which is why if you're drinking G3, that that does as well, because it's high in carotenoids, very high in carotenoids. The primary purpose of carotenoids in the skin is to neutralize the free radicals produced by normal metabolism. The exposure to sunlight and they play and they play a major role in protecting our skin and our eyes from damaging effects of ultraviolet light. It's not only the carotenoids in pumpkin that are working to keep us functioning at our best. It's the fiber, the vitamin C, and potassium, as well as folate, omega-3 fatty acids in the pumpkin seeds, vitamin B, niacin, and panathetic acid. Here are some of the major benefits of including pumpkin and its sidekicks into your diet. Cancer prevention, well, here's ample evidence that consuming carotenoid-rich foods reduces the risk of various types of cancer. And in one recent study, dietary and lifestyle data collected over eight years from 63,257 adults in Shanghai, China, was reviewed and it revealed that those who ate the most beta-cryptoxanthin, the orange-red carotenoid, enjoyed 
a 27% lower risk of developing lung cancer. Even the smokers in the analyzed group were found to have 37% lower risk of developing lung cancer when they ate a diet rich in carotenoids compared with those eating the least amount of carotenoids. Another study combining data from the Nurses Health Study and the Health Professional Follow-Up Study found a significant risk reduction for lung cancer in subjects with a high intake of lycopene and alpha-carotene. Carotenoids also seem to lessen the risk of breast cancer. At least one study of a premenopausal woman reported a significant reduction in breast cancer risk in females with an increased dietary intake of alpha and beta-carotene, lutein, and zeaxanthin. In another study, high lycopene intake was associated with reduced risk of breast cancer. Yet another study found an inverse association between increasing levels of carotenoid intake and bladder cancer risk. The same study also suggests that a high carotenoid intake can have special chemoprotective benefits for those people susceptible to DNA damage. Pumpkin seems to have a dual ability to fight colon cancer. The rich supply of fiber along with the beta carotene has the ability to prevent cancer-causing chemicals from attacking colon cells. This is one reason why diets that are high in fiber-rich foods such as beta-carotene have been found to reduce colon cancer risk. The carotenoids so richly present in pumpkin play a significant role in preventing cardiovascular disease. The beta-carotene in pumpkin and its sidekicks has powerful antioxidant and anti-inflammatory abilities. Beta-carotene is able to prevent the oxidation of cholesterol, and since oxidized cholesterol is the kind that coats the walls of blood vessels and contributes to the risk of heart disease and stroke, a diet rich in beta-carotene would be expected to promote heart health, and indeed studies have demonstrated this to be true. A recent study examined the reasons for the declining life expectancy in Central and Eastern Europe. The decline seems to be largely the result of rising rates of cardiovascular disease. Traditional risk factors like smoking, hypertension, obesity, high dietary saturated fat, and cholesterol intake do not appear to explain this decrease in longevity. The researchers ultimately concluded that a diet low in foods containing folate and carotenoids, particularly the beta-carotene and lutein zeaxanthin, appeared to be a contributing factor to the increased coronary risk observed in this part of the world. Inflammation has also been associated with the development of various diseases, and a recent laboratory study demonstrates that beta-carotene can downregulate the pro-inflammatory COX-2 pathway, or in other words, suppress the activation of inflammation. This pathway is a major cause of inflammation and the same one that is disabled 
with non-steroidal anti-inflammatories like Advil and aspirin. Although further work is needed to verify the relevance of these cellular studies, this is the first promising report showing beta-carotene as a natural COX-2 inhibitor or a natural anti-inflammatory. So you want to boost your carotenoid intake? Well, here are some top sources. For the alpha-carotene, one cup of cooked pumpkin is 13 milligrams. Carrots, one cup cooked is 6.4 milligrams. Butternut squash, one cup cooked is 2.3 milligrams. Orange bell pepper is 0.3 milligrams. And collards, one cup cooked is 0.2 milligrams. Now on the beta carotene side, one cup of cooked sweet potato is 19 milligrams. Pumpkin, one cup cooked, is 18.8 milligrams. So you get both the alpha and the beta in the cooked pumpkin. Carrots, one cup cooked, is 12.5 milligrams. So you get double benefits with the carrots. Butternut squash, one cup cooked, is 9.4 milligrams. So pumpkin, carrots, and butternut squash both have alpha and beta carotene. And spinach, one cup cooked, is 9.4 milligrams. So those are the top five in each of those alpha and beta carotene um, levels. So the daily carotenoid recommendation on the Food and Nutritional Board of the Institute of Medicine of National Academy of Science is charged with setting the recommended daily allowances for various nutrients. While they have recognized that higher blood concentrations of beta-carotene and other carotenoids obtained from foods are associated with a lower risk of several chronic diseases, as yet they have been unable to arrive at a recommended daily intake of carotenoids. So in the meantime, Dr. Pratt's recommendation based on all of the available peer-reviewed literature, ensure, uh, ensure that you are consuming the optimum daily protective amounts of these nutrients. He suggests alpha-carotene at 2.4 milligrams or more from food sources. On the beta-carotene, 6 milligrams or more from food sources. Lycopene, 22% milligrams or more from food sources. Lutein and zeaxanthin at 12 milligrams or more from food sources. And on the beta cryptoxanthin, one milligram or more from food sources. So that's, that's his suggested uh, recommended, recommended daily uh, recommendations. And it looks like we have reached the end of our call for today. I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. Who's a man? December 2nd. So there we have it, friends. Pumpkin, why we should be including it into our diet. And I was just looking at a curry recipe, coconut curry recipe, and it's going, ooh, I should put pumpkin in that. Well, that's probably my dinner for tonight. <laughs> Well, everybody have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow. 
Absolutely, Victoria. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you so much, Susan. Oh, you are welcome. I'm always on the hunt for something to share with you that's going to be enlightening and help support us. <laughs> well, just remembering going to the pumpkin patch with the kids, um, all of them actually, at one at, at some point, um, it's good memories, good memories. Absolutely. Okay, guys, I'm going to pop off. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Thank you, Victoria. With that, I'm going to let everybody go. I hope you have a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.